0: This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. Are you single, but planning on having another person in your bed now that the world is returning to normal? Well, to my knowledge, it is important that your bed isn't uncomfortable. However, you don't want to break the bank in the process of buying a new bed. That's why I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam, fits all bed frames, and reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room using promo code shweezy or the link in our description you can save 10 percent on any purchase through novella directly again that's 10 percent off using promo code shweezy a reminder that when you use our links in promos you directly support this show what is going on my fellow shwoke lords what is up Welcome to another episode of Cancel Shweezy, Cancel Shweezy, the show that you can just get offended by and not deal with your own problems. Don't deal with your own problems today Uh. on the show with me. I am Shweezy, a.k.a. The Foreplay King, back at it again with another hot take on uh, the world and what's been going on in the previous week congratulations you played yourself and i guess you did play yourself but welcome to the show today folks we got the best episode i have literally ever made and you are just gonna have to deal with uh exactly what i'm about to say and do so much to do so much to see that we're not even going to cover that the smash mouth guy just that pure chaos of of a performance but anyways though welcome to the show today like I said, we got the best show I've ever made, and we will ever do. <clears throat> so, uh, first things first, let's talk about it. Go check out my music all over uh, anywhere that you do stream your uh, music at. It could be Spotify, it could be Apple, it could be Tidal, it could be YouTube, it could be Amazon, it could be Deezer, it could be iTunes. You could burn a CD of my music uh, that's 100% what you can do. Anyways, though, you go check that out. That's everywhere. Everywhere you stream your music out, go listen to me. Uh, back in June, I released my EP, Ride or Die, Volume 2, uh, which is out now wherever you stream your music. Um, Ride or Die, Volume 1, is also out. Wherever you stream your music, you and also have an EP King, and a couple of singles sprinkled in it, in there, in everywhere and i really like that so you gotta go check that shit out um so yeah go check out everything i do um if you want to keep updates on me specifically all you have to do like i said is follow me everywhere at the shweezy, that's at the sign and then the t-h-e and then Shwezy s-c-h-w-e-e-z-y Uh, go follow me there. That's a great way to say thank you for being a friend by going and following me, uh, wherever you get your music Mm -hmm. and your socials, just follow the Sweezy ad everywhere. And, uh, you, uh, can just follow me directly. That's free things that you are able to do. Um, one other thing you can do is I do stream video games every Thursday over on Twitch.tv slash the That's another place that you can go say thank you for being a friend. Uh, follow me over there. What you can go ahead and do is uh, just press that follow button. You can get notified and see anytime. What is going on in my hair? Uh, you can see anytime I start playing video games. i play playing a lot of Fortnite. I've been looking into doing some other things. The possibility of us launching a clips channel, maybe? A clips channel? Uh, for video games? I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyways, go check me out. I am streaming every Thursday at the moment. Twitch.tv slash the shweezy. One thing cool about Twitch, uh, if you have an Amazon Prime account, which I know most of you do, can't imagine anyone out there doesn't at this point have an Amazon Prime account, what you can do is connect it and you get a Twitch Prime account. What you can do with your Twitch Prime account, you can subscribe to the uh the Sweezy over on Twitch, what that means is when you subscribe to the Sweezy over on Twitch, you yes, you uh basically financially help support the show without spending any extra money, and that's like a five dollar a month thing, so doing that basically gives Jeff Bezos five dollars a month extra five dollars a month, and that guy has too much money, and we're gonna talk about him in a little bit, but uh. Yeah, you don't want Jeff Bezos getting another $5. So what you do, connect the two accounts, subscribe to the Sweezy over on Twitch, financially help support the show and me and everything I do. Another way you can do that is our Patreon page. Patreon uh, will allow you to financially support me and anything I'm doing uh, forever and ever because you would not undo that subscription uh, for any of your memes. That's uh, the ends justify the memes and I don't think you would ever do that to me, would you? Would you do that to Daddy? So the financials put the show. But those are two great ways to financially support me, everything I'm doing uh, in this world. Uh, but like always, there's the free shit you can do. If you're watching the show on YouTube, which is our lesser audience than our uh, audio-only listeners, uh, you press the like button. Even if you're not listening, you press the like button on the video, on any of the highlights, Uh, subscribe to the show uh, on YouTube, great too. We do post highlights, are the best bits of the show, and I know all of you have friends are like, you know, I really think they would love Cancel Sweezy, but I don't know the best way to get them into the show. That's where sharing one of the highlights comes in handy. Uh, You just, you know, it's a shortened link. Um, We're trying to keep them kind of like, we used to do longer bits for our highlights, but now they're shorter bits. And so the shorter bits are a lot easier. Um, there's very quick things you can just send to your friends and family. It's like porn, you know. Porn has the share button, and, you know, you share this with your friends and family. Share, I know everyone shares porn with their friends and family. And why not share Cancel Schweezy with your friends and family as well? That's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Uh, now for the audio listeners, which I know a majority of you are, uh, what you can do is uh, – Obviously, subscribe to the show, leave us a five star uh rating. I know that doesn't seem like much, but it means everything to me so, uh, like just like saying any all all this stuff like even the free shit I know it's just like a simple click for you You're pressing subscribe it's easy for you, but uh it means the world to me and leave a review I know audio platforms like it when you leave a review. It can be bad, it can be good i don't give a shit. I just think it's more important that you get your feelings out about me immediately, rather than, uh, let that build up inside you, uh, let that build up inside you and haunt you for the rest of your life. You don't want that haunting you for the rest of your life. Do you, do you want that haunting you for the rest of your life? You know why? That's rough, buddy. It'll be pretty rough if you don't get your feelings out about me. And the only way you can get your feelings out about me is by leaving a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way, uh, to get your feelings out about me because uh, what else, what else are you going to do? Okay, that's all you can do. So those are just some great ways to say thank you for being a friend, travel down this road and back again. My heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant, so thank you. And uh, that being said, as the train passes by, that will probably not get picked up in the recording. Let's get into previous week right now. Now, previous week right now, for those of you uninitiated uh, to previous week right now, previous week right now is the news filtered through me, what matters to the world. It's news from the previous week that I'm going to go over right now. And uh, that's the main topic of today's episode, right now. But the previous week, but right now. So anyways, let's just, uh, as Philip DeFranco would say right before sex, let's just get right into it. Um, This article is from jinx.tv. That's the website, which I assume they I don't think it's a streaming site, but they may show videos. So maybe. Very new to that. But I think this article has a lot in common. Smash Pro drops controller in toilet moments before major semifinal. Uh, like I said from Jinx TV, accidents can happen in the world of esports, but rarely do we see something as strange and unique as what happened during Smash Con Fall Fest as Moist Esports, Cola Wall, Cola. Adian dropped his controller in the toilet moments before facing Enrique Meister Hernandez in winners' semis. Uh, reaching top eight of Smash Con wasn't an easy feat with a stacked bracket that included some of the world's best players, despite notable absentees such as Leonardo McLeo Lopez and Gavin Tweak Dempsey. Um, and me, I am one of the greatest Smash Brothers players ever. Uh, Cola managed to overcome veterans like Matt Elegant Fitzpatrick and Justiz MVD Negron on his way to winter semis after an exhausting bracket. The Roy and Cloud player decided to take a quick bathroom break that ended up in tragedy. According to multiple people who were with Cola, including fellow pro Peanut, the moist eSports sponsored player dropped his GameCube controller, in the toilet. As a result, the, the Smash Confall Fest schedule had to be slightly stalled, much to the confusion of casters Rod and Max Ketchum. Eventually, Kola jumped on stage for his match against Maester, one that ended up going to game five. With the Mexican game and watch, Mexican game and watch Bane coming out on top. Uh, sadly for Cola, it seems that the spare controller wasn't cutting it as he would lose to fellow Moist Rep Paris Light Ramirez after dropping to the loser bracket, ending his run at fifth place. The 19-year-old who rose to prominence during the online era winning tournaments like the Quarantine Series has continued to prove he's got the chops to compete offline as well, recently winning Infinity Con, as well as continuously making big waves of Super Majors, and we're sure that momentum won't stop soon. Ooh, so mainly what I want to tell this guy is... That's rough, buddy. Because, I don't know if you know this, I know a lot about the Smash Brothers esports because I'm basically the GOAT at Smash Brothers, and that's why they didn't invite me, because I'm way too good, and it's just not fair for other people to not see me play Smash, but I'm also, you know, the GOAT at Fortnite too, and I'm already the GOAT at two things, and so it's just unfair for me to compete in these things, Uh, and, you know, I mean, you can watch me play on uh, twitch.tv slash the shweezy, probably a little bit more of uh, Fortnite than Smash, at the moment but uh you know just being the goat comes with its pro- own problems so what we also say here um to this is rough that's rough buddy um so people i don't think people realize with, especially with like smash especially in something in regards to uh controller setups i know uh, uh, i guess people who do the pc master race uh, those people will kind of get it but the, the thing is with uh I guess with even uh, controller-based eSports is the fact that, like, people get the controllers customized. Um, What's the... uh, There's one company I saw. um, Multishine. Is that the name of the company? I'm just going to Google it real quick. Um, Shine controllers. Yep, so Multishine, I know they're a big company, but they will mod, uh, I'll put a picture up right over here. Um, they mod controllers for you and that they're actually tournament approved, but they'll put like little notches in, uh, they'll put little notches in your controller. That way it helps you with jumps and everything, uh, modify the buttons on the controller, that will make everything work better, Uh, even like change the C-Stick, because it's typical on a GameCube controller, C-Stick is like a tiny little bitch, Uh, but then change it to like a normal size controller, so one thing with that, that's one thing they do, like you can get modded controllers that are tournament approved, that I will say this, and honestly though, it's like, it's kind of one of those things that if it's accessible to everyone, it's fine, I mean, a lot, it's hard to, in the end of the day, unless it's like you can't really rig a game through a controller alone. I mean, you can like set up like a uh, you know something doing like auto auto A or whatever, but now you can't really do that. So people like will spend like I think those multi-shine controllers can be up to like $200. A controller like that's the thing with these esports, especially with controller-based ones. Like you you'll get controllers customized. Like I've been watching videos of people who will uh, switch, their switch pro controller and put mechanical buttons inside of it. So it's like mechanical buttons, like a keyboard, uh, not necessarily something that like, you know, uh, PC gamers really deal with it. Just like, just buy an expensive controller, a expensive keyboard and mouse that you like. That's all you do. Like with controllers, like you have to like get them modded, like by humans, uh, not by like machines in the end of the day. So that's the thing. So, I mean, I'm glad he had a back controller, but like, I don't know, like I have other controllers, and they just don't do it. I mean, I have a friend who had a PlayStation 4, and he's like, I bet you can't win one on a PlayStation 4. I'm like, uh, I probably could, but I don't know. Like, I play play Fortnite on Xbox, and so our controllers are different. Even, like, the triggers are different. The way even, like, the setup is so different. that It's just going to be hard to actually try and win with that. So that's going to be the big problem here. I feel, like, terrible for this guy. But also, can we talk about moist esports? Like... <laughs> God. But no, uh, for that guy, um, that's rough, buddy. And we salute you, my friends. Sorry that the worst thing in the world had happened to you. Um, yeah. Um, in the future, don't do that. I guess that's what I'll say. Okay. Oh, oh, this next one's interesting. I finally got quoted by... Someone. so this has come from yahoo entertainment uh adele says she's finally ready to release 30 it was my ride or die which is one of my eps that's out now uh throughout the most turbulent period of my life so the wait is over on wednesday adele announced that her new album 30 will be dropping on november 19th and from the looks of her latest instagram post it's sure to be one of her most personal albums yet I was certainly nowhere near where I'd hoped to be when I first started it nearly three years ago, she writes of the album. Quite the opposite, actually. I rely on routine and consistency to feel safe. I always have, and yet there... I was knowingly, willingly even throwing myself into a maze of absolute mess and inner turmoil. I learned a lot of blistering home truths about myself along the way. Should I continue, I've shed many layers, but also wrapped myself in new ones, discovered genuinely useful and wholesome mentalities to lead with, and I feel like I've finally found my feeling again. I go as far as to say that I've never felt more peaceful in my life. And so I'm ready to finally put this album out. The album, which is all about divorce, baby divorce, as she told a fan during an Instagram live over the weekend, acted as her saving grace while she healed from grief following her divorce from an ex, Simon Konecki, which was finalized earlier this year. It was my ride or die throughout the most turbulent period of my life, she said, of the writing process. When I was writing it, it was my friend who came over with a bottle of wine and takeaway to cheer me up. My wise friend who always gives the best advice, not to forget the one who's wild and says, It's your Saturn return, babes, fuck it. You only live once. The friend who'd stay up all night and just hold my hand while I'd sob relentlessly not knowing why. The get up and go friend who would pick me up and take me somewhere I said I didn't want to go but just wanted to get me out of the house for some vitamin D. That friend who snuck in and left a magazine with a face mask and some bath salts to make me feel loved while inadvertently reminding me not only what month it actually was but that I should probably exercise some self-care. She added, and that friend who no matter what checked in on me, even though I had stopped checking in with them because I would become so consumed by my own grief, I've painstakingly rebuilt my house and my heart since then, and this album narrates it. Home is where the heart is, X. In an interview with Vogue, Adele explained that 30 wasn't just for her, but also for her 9-year-old son, Angelo. I just feel felt like I wanted to explain to him through this record, when he in his 20s or 30s, who I am and why I voluntarily chose to dismantle his entire life in pursuit of my own happiness. She said, adding of the whole experience, it made him really unhappy sometimes, and that's a real wound for me and that I don't know if I'll ever be able to heal. If I can reach the reason why I left. If I can find that happiness and he sees me in that happiness, then maybe I'll be able to forgive myself for it. She added, I want my son to see me really love and be loved. It's really important to me. I've been on my journey to find my true happiness ever since. It just wasn't. It just wasn't right for me anymore, she said, of her marriage. I didn't want to end up like a lot of other people I knew. I wasn't miserable, miserable, But I would have been miserable had I not put myself first. I feel like this album is self-destruction, then self-reflection, and then sort of self-redemption, she explains. But I feel ready. I really want people to hear my side of the story this time. So, very interesting. One, I'm very happy that Adele shouted out Ride or Die, my two EPs. Ride or Die Volume 1 and Ride or Die Volume 2, which is out now wherever you're streaming music like Spotify, Apple, Tidal, YouTube, you know, you know the, you know the drill. So it's really cool. I'm very thankful. Thank you, Adele, for shouting me out um, in this recent interview and in the multiple different interviews that you did uh, talking about *Ride or Die* Volume One and Two. I'm just really blessed. And guess what? And I really like that. So uh, that's something I hope you remember me by. All I ask is if this is my last night with you. Hold me like I'm more than just a friend. So I don't know why I just sang there, and I actually tried really hard, and it probably didn't come out very well. <coughs> I needed to cough too. Um, you no, know, I think it's really interesting. um don't know what i'm gonna think of the album i want to listen to the album before i give any judgments i know everyone kind of gives a the benefit of the doubt as being one of the goats of you know songwriting and songs and shit like that i want to listen to the album before i do anything that's just uh,
1: this is the type of guy you get
0: so that's just that is something i'm going to take care of before i do anything but i'm really excited uh back in no- i guess in november is when the next album comes out i'm really excited for that shit um We'll see where the world will go from there, and I'm super excited, and... uh, I like that. So, yeah, I guess that's what I'm going to say about uh, this. All right. Paul McCartney compares Beatles to Rolling Stones. They're a blues cover band Uh, from the Rolling Stones magazine, not to be confused with the band who's also mentioned in this. And I bet some of you are wanting to know why I keep going to the Rolling Stones for music news, uh, because they actually do they're the best, one of the best sources for music news, because they do what's popular and what's mainstream, but it's not like teen beat magazine, like just stupid ass gossip. So that's really cool. And, uh, and I really like that. So Paul McCartney did not shy away from his thoughts on where the Beatles, uh, stand when it comes to their peers, the Rolling Stones, in a new interview with the New Yorker, as far as musical palettes go, he told the magazines, the Beatles was broader. I'm not sure I should say it, but, oh no, I need to say it like, Paul, I'm not sure I should say it, but, but there is a blues cover band. Uh, that's sort of what the Stones are, he said. I think our nest was cast a bit wider than theirs. Despite it sounding like a dig, Ian McCartney had previously said that the Beatles are a better band to him. Uh, the decade-long rivalry is more friendly and good natured than Ed... Adversarial. Last year, while speaking with Howard Stern on Series XM, he agreed with the host's assertion that the Beatles were the better band, though he also made clear he was a fan of the Rolling Stones. The Stones are a fantastic group, McCartney said, adding that he goes to see them live when he can. Uh, they are rooted in the blues. Uh, when we are writing stuff, it has to do with the blues, whereas we had a little more influence, he told. Stern, he added, There are a lot of differences, and I love the Stones, but I'm with you. The Beatles were better. Uh, McJagger responded to McCartney's comments to Stern shortly afterwards in an interview with Zane Lowe during his Apple Music show. That's so funny, he said laughing. He's a sweetheart. There's obviously no competition. Jagger also elaborated on the primary difference between the two The Rolling Stones have been a big concert band in other decades And other eras when the Beatles never even did an arena tour uh, They broke up before the business started The touring business for real didn't start until end of the 60s uh, That's the big deal difference between these two bands uh, One band is unbelievably luckily still playing in stadiums And the other band doesn't exist Um, In an upcoming interview slated to air on BBC Radio 4 later this month, McCartney discussed the Beatles' breakup and said he personally was not the cause of their demise, but rather it stemmed from John Lemon. I didn't instigate the split. That was all Johnny. McCartney said, I am not the person who instigated the split. Oh, no, no, no. John walked into a room one day and said, I'm leaving the Beatles. Is this instigating the split or not? Um, So, uh, first of all, yeah, we all know John was the one, and that's just very public knowledge that John was the one who decided to end the Beatles. Um, In regards to this rivalry, I wish it was a little more juicier, but it's only juicy for if you're a diehard Beatles fan or diehard Stones fan. And, uh, you know, the Stones were recently in Nashville, as we covered last week, visiting junkyards and shit, but, um, uh, I don't know, in this rivalry, that's not really a rivalry, it's a, the fan-made rivalry, I'm gonna go with the Beatles, I feel like uh, the Beatles are a lot more influential, where the Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones are more like a concert act, lock me up, Rock me up, and, like, and they shake and everything, um, I don't know, the Beatles, the Beatles are a little bit more musical, I would say that, but, you know, the Stones are like, you know... The Stones are like your dad's favorite band that he that your dad's going to see, uh, but like if you're going to talk about like music, the Beatles win. It's just it's just how it is, and uh, this is the
1: type of guy you get.
0: Um, yeah, you can't really uh, move anywhere from there. That's just uh, just kind of you talk about it and you talk about the Beatles. And you talk about like their classical influences, and then you have to talk about the classical influences, why that happened, and yada, yada, yada. We talk about music history. The Beatles come up a lot. And I think Frank's trying to get in, but I kicked him out because he was being a bitch or a son of a bitch, technically. Um, but yeah, um, what I would say, yeah, no, it, the Beatles musically are better, but it's okay to like the Rolling Stones. It's okay to like anything you like. It's just uh, who you are. And this is the
1: type of guy you
0: get. Okay. So uh, we're going to end that with that. Um, last article I have for the uh, for the episode. Um, this is straight up from Mashable. World's richest man Jeff Bezos can't wait to watch anti-capitalist squid game. LOL. They put LOL in the title. <laughs> uh, listen, everyone. Should... Everyone should watch Squid Game, the poignant new South Korean Netflix show currently exploding in popularity, but if anyone has important lessons to learn from its dystopian story about the cruel rat race of late-stage capitalism, it is Jeffrey Bezos, founder and former CEO of Amazon. On Sunday, Bezos tweeted praise at Netflix for an international strategy that helped the Korean show take off globally, calling this business success, impressive and inspiring. However, a perth parenthetical made clear that the richest man in the world might not realize that Squid Game is actually not very favorable in its depiction of the Jeff Bezos's of our world. I can't wait to watch the show, Bezos wrote, and honestly, Jeff, we too would love to know your thoughts once you actually watch this Parasite Meets Hunger Games' critique of the class inequality created by the very exploitative, predatory capitalist system you gamed at the expense of your workers' basic human rights and decency. In case anyone needs a refresher, Bezos owes a significant portion of his starting net worth to the employees that have reportedly had to resort to pissing in bottles and chitting in bags to keep up with the grueling demand of their employers and workplace. The company also stands accused of repeatedly failing to protect workers throughout the deadly pandemic with lack of proper safety protocols, hellish working conditions, in lack of transparency around pandemic protocols that contributed to over 20,000 employees contracting COVID-19 along with an unknown number of deaths while Amazon denied workers paid sick leave during the pandemic. Bezos made more money than ever. As the company actively gambled workers' lives, it even ran disturbingly cheery ads thanking them thinking as essential Amazon doesn't seem willing to spend much on protecting workers, but it's apparently willing to drop a lot of on a PR strategy to counteract all the negative press around reports of abusive working conditions. Now, Squid Game is obviously fictional, but there's a reason why it's resonating with so many people, as eat-the-rich sentiments go mainstream enough to wind up at the Met Gala. Uh, If you've seen even just the first episode of Squid Game, you'll know exactly how ironic it is for Bezos to miss the point of this disturbing show entirely while marveling at its profitability for Netflix. The show's message is far from subtle, and it's not hard to see why so many global viewers can relate to its metaphors for how the 1% traps everyone else in a cruel capitalist game that cannot ever truly win, at least not without losing all remaining shreds of humanity twitter users did their best to warn bezos of what he was in for uh, another made it clear that what role bezos would play in the fictional world and well it isn't a hero uh, and other suggestions he jot down what lessons he takes from it many took the tweet as an opportunity to point out that he, we collectively hate it here <laughs> uh, so let's circle back with jeff either after he actually watches squid game or after the people start bringing out the guillotine for uber rich for his sake we hope they get netflix in space so very funny um shit you know one thing i want to get into before we get back to this Has anyone notice jeff bezos's eye i mean i mean it's a, okay i'm not like shaming him for having the problem but i'm just saying if you're the richest man in the world i feel like you should be able to fix that problem like with your eye not like I'll be like looking like this oh, mm-hmm. or, and shit like that um, but yeah I know I just think it's funny and, and be no one even thought to bring up the fact that Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos Jeffrey Bezos has two shows on Amazon's platform streaming platform that uh, that is basically a, a show about two shows, Invincible and The Boys, and the show is about uh, the show. Basic plot is that there's a Superman-like character who's like invincible and strong, um, uh, and they're kind of the bad guys of the series. That's not spoiling anything, but uh, so the Superman character is the bad guy. But who is Superman's uh arch nemesis? Lex Luthor, and who is Lex Luthor? Jeff Bezos. So like, I I love the funny. Is like, yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, producing shows that show Superman's actually the bad guy, not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's the good guy. Um, and here's here's the thing with Jeff. Oh, no, and I see the memes the uh, from the uh, first uh, Red Light, Green Light, Ray's a little girl, and it's like the camera's in the eyes detecting if someone's trying to use the bathroom while they're at work. Shit like that. That's a funny meme. But another thing, though, I just, I don't know. Jeff has so much money, like, cutting even the slightest bit of, like, you know what? I'm gonna lose one percent of my wealth, and uh, make everyone make Amazon a place you can work at that is like er, that is praise for how great of a place it is to work. Like wouldn't you want to do that? Like it's not gonna do. He's still gonna be the richest man in the world, but he could do that and be like, "Yeah, I'm pretty much the greatest human being of all time." So, Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos, you did it, bum bum, you did it. Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos. Look at you. You were able to get your hands on a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Look at how lucky you are, but you don't have any games to play with it. Congratulations, you played yourself. Well, what if I told you that you could play games for a fraction of the new game price? Well, today's sponsor Gamefly is here to help you out. You probably already know that Gamefly is the best video game rental service out there. Let's be real, there's some games you're gonna keep forever, which for me, are Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there, you're only gonna play once, then never pick up again. I know, I bought some games that are now just taking up space on a shelf, which sucks. That's where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done, you just send it back and then get your next game in the mail very quickly, like two days. And if you end up loving the game you rented, you can even keep the purchase from Gamefly and pay a used game price, which is a great price. Using our link in the description today, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. you, you fat piece of shit. Hashtag. Pray for Micah. looks like you haven't moved a muscle in the last year. Why not try and lose some extra weight and work towards a healthy lifestyle? To do that, though, you are going to need some fitness supplements to get the most out of your workout. That's where today's sponsor, FNX Fitness, comes in handy. Losing weight, gaining muscle, or do you need the energy to do a workout in the first place? That's where FNX Fitness comes in. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. And another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today. You can save 15% on your purchase, so uh, go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, so the newest season of You on Netflix just dropped. And, uh, you know, for this show, um, I do, I, you know, I make a lot of sacrifices for Cancel Sweezy. I have decided that I would binge the whole thing an entire night. And, and now I'm going to talk to you about it for the show, obviously. Uh, for the show, you know. This is the type of guy you get. So uh, I initially did this for the show, and now I'm going to sit here and... Uh, talk to you about it. But I didn't do it for any other reason other than this show. So um, my backstory, season three, we're talking about season three today. I initially watched the show when season two, I believe was already out or just came out. So I watched that season one and, uh, you know, like, you know, you finish that season, like has a pretty, uh, brutal ending, to season one, and then I just immediately went into season two. I'm like, I still need, I need to process season one until I can move on to season two after I'm watching it. And it's just like moving on, things is normal. So that's a good suggestion. If you have not watched you, between each season, you need some time to process this. You can't just like binge. If you can binge it, you might be a psychopath. Just saying, you might be a psychopath. I don't get to make those rules. It's just... It's just what happens i'm sorry um this is the type of guy you get so um uh, anyways though so i had to take a break for watch season two then eventually finally got to start watching season two watched it and then season three came out and uh your boy had to binge it in one sitting so um yeah so that's what i did and so it's a very it's a very intense show a lot going on uh for if you have a soul, you can feel bad for the characters in the show, which is a very weird thing for me to be emotional about characters on TV. Cause then I watch shows like my 600 pound life and I'm like, <laughs> this is funny. Um, so anyways, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to bring up the premise of the show. Uh, and how am I going to bring up the premise of this show? I'm going to read exactly what's on Wikipedia. So, um, uh, Let's just go into it. The first season follows the story of Joe Goldberg, a bookstore manager in New York, who, upon meeting Guinevere Beck, an aspiring writer, becomes infatuated with her. He feeds his toxic obsession using social media and other technology to track her presence and remove obstacles to their romance. In the second season, Joe Goldberg moves from New York to Los Angeles to escape his past and start over with a new identity when he meets avid chef Love Quinn. Joe begins falling into his old patterns of obsession and violence as Joe attempts to forge a new love in the city of angels. He strives to make his relationship with Love succeed at all costs to avoid the fate of his past romantic endeavors. And now season three, which I... Like I said, I binge-watched the entire thing in one sitting. Uh, In the third season, Joe and Love are married and raising their newborn son, Henry, in the Californian suburb of Madre Linda. As their relationship dynamic takes a new turn, Joe continues to repeat the cycle of obsession with a burgeoning interest in Natalie, the next-door neighbor. This time, Love will flip the script to ensure that her dream of having the perfect family would not be torn away so easily by Joe's compulsive actions. Um, so yeah, that's basically the show. Joe basically will like stalk a woman, uh, nonstop and then like remove obstacles in the way, which is a very great word to say. Um, like I'll go over things in the first season as examples, but, uh, after that you gotta, I'm not spoiling anything else. I'm going to spoil a little bit of the first season. It's been out for a couple years now, so you can... Shut the fuck up. And if you have any problems with that... Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So, uh, yeah. So, in the first season, he's infatuated with Guinevere Beck, or just Beck for short. And uh, she's kind of in this on-again, off-again type situation with this fuck boy named Benji. Uh, now, Benji is... His, like, parents are rich, so you know the type. We all know the type. And he... Um, basically it's like a craft soda company. I think he wants to start. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking, it's a very much making fun of millennials anyways. Uh, so Joe takes it upon himself to kidnap him and put him inside this weird cage. Now the cage is a very big thing for the show. So basically, basically when Joe had the bookstore, what the cage was is where you kept limited edition, very nice copies of books. Uh, that it was like room controlled, completely silent. So you couldn't hear anything outside of it. Um, bulletproof as well. <laughs> so if you tried to shoot the glass, it would just ricochet and it could hurt yourself. It's kind of goes, who traps Benji in this thing. And eventually he, he talked Benji's like, oh, I have a peanut allergy. I'm addicted to Coke and everything. So like eventually he decides to kill Benji. I don't know why he's keeping him in the kid. I don't know. why He just kill him in immediately. Um, And so, like, eventually he puts, like, a cup of peanut oil in his coffee, or a soy latte, I believe it is, and then he dies. He's like, oh, I guess you were right about that peanut allergy. Then eventually he fixes everything, and basically, like, he's on his phone posting shit for the couple days, and then eventually Benji just disappears off the face of the earth, not relating to... And somehow Joe gets away with it, too, which is very... uh, He he does murder people in the show. People get murdered in the show, so... And, like, they always get away with it. I just assume, like, you just... I always just assume they get caught pretty easily. But apparently, you can get away with murder. Um, But I think Joe learned this from books, not from Googling it. So, I think that's how he went anyways, though. So, basically, yeah, it's basically season one... A moment season one. So, he removes obstacles by uh, killing them and stalking and shit like that. So, yeah. So, he's he's a cool guy. Uh, A very cool guy. Um... And, uh, anyone who decides to get, and at, and at some point, like people will catch him and what he does. And then you're like, oh, they're dead. <laughs> and I'll just be like, you know what? And so, and that's another thing with me though. If I see someone doing something illegal or whatever, and I'm like, they could probably kill me or whatever. I'm like, you know what? This is not my problem. I'm going run away. I'm not calling the cops, not getting them involved. I'm just, you know what? If I see something illegal, I'm like I'm out. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not calling the cops or anything. Uh, but uh, this is the
1: type of guy you get,
0: you know, cause like one thing is like, I don't want to get involved. And that's always wonderful, like, when people like come across dead bodies in like the forest or whatever? Like they have to get involved and they have to call the, they call the cops and they have to get like their uh, story of how they found it. Yada, 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 you know, all that stuff. I'm like, if I see, if I'm hiking in the woods, which, which means hell has frozen over, if I'm hiking in the woods, And I see a dead body, I am just walking and moving on. Like, this is not my problem. Like, I am not... That sounds like a lot of things I'm going to have to do in the meantime. So I'm going to ignore it and hope no one saw me ignoring it. Because if someone sees me with it, then I have to fucking do something. But now I'm like, you know what? This is not my problem. I'm not getting involved with this. But uh, some people could think this is a shitty thing of me to do. But uh, guess what? This is the type of guy you get. So... Um, sounds like your problem, not mine. So sounds like your problem with me. Um, also, uh, one thing with the season three episode of, uh, of it, they have, this isn't like a spoiler. So, because they put it at the beginning of the episode before the episode happened. So this technically is not a spoiler, uh, but they put like a warning about suicide. So if, like you're sensitive to that, you know? Uh, be warned. It could, could be a little rough for you. I mean, like, uh, that's rough, buddy. But, uh, for people who are sensitive to that shit, which I'm going to give Netflix, Netflix, the benefit of the doubt that they, their intentions were pure and they just wanted a good and just didn't want to like freak anyone out. So I'm going to give Netflix pretending that they're good. Um, but for me, a genius, the entire time I was watching the episode, I was just thinking, um, you know, I, who, is that person going to kill themselves? Is that person going to kill themselves? So it's like a good and bad thing. It's like, are you going to kill yourself? No, maybe not you. Or how about that guy? Is he going to kill himself? Then eventually the person in the episode kills himself, and I'm like, oh, it um, made sense that you would kill yourself in the show. But uh, just a little warning, don't kill yourself, folks. That's, uh, I will say that, don't kill yourself, Okay. Um, you heard it from me, so if you do it, you went against my word, and that is the worst thing you could ever do. Um, so, so here's the weird thing about the show I always think about. Um, Joe Goldberg, which, a reminder, what's, Frank is up. He's just under the bed. Uh, weird thing is Joe, I actually did get someone on, uh, TikTok, uh, with, uh, who's Joe? And I'm like, Joe Mama got him oh oh but anyways though there he is i think frank's just being dramatic or i don't know what he's gonna do he's gonna try to sit in my lap and be be obnoxious um but no the big thing with joe is that um joe mama no joe joe mama uh the weird thing with joe is he's the protagonist of this show technically um But I've always kind of in my mind put down that, like, protagonists are good guys. But, like, you're rooting for Joe. And uh, one convenient thing about this show is he has a lot of plot armor. Until they announce a final season, I'm like, well, he might die. Uh, He might die finally. Um, But, uh, no, it's it's like an interesting concept of, like, your protagonist is the bad guy because you want him to get away with everything. It's like, um, I mean, it's similar to Walter White from Breaking Bad where he is, like, he technically starts out as a good guy, and he's just, like, making meth just to help him pay for his cancer treatment. But uh, then you get to, like, near the end of the season, like, he turns into a bad human. Uh, so, uh... This is the type of guy you get. So Frank is just walking around. But, no, Joe, like, he's terrible from the start. And uh, you, you realize this, uh, the moment he starts stalking uh, Guinevere Beck in the season one... Uh, so he, uh, uh, he, he, but Joe's just terrible from the start. He like stalks his victim. I will call him victims. He stalks his victims, keeps mementos. And then he just believes that women owe him. She's like, Beck, you owe, Beck, I, you deserve me. I owe you and you deserve to be, you have to be with me with all this shit I'm doing for you or whatever. It's like our fairy tale endings. I'm like pretty freaky, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's really funny. He's like a nice guy. Uh, but the problem with him being a nice guy, trademark, uh, is that uh, Penn Badgley, the uh, the actor who plays Joe phenomenally, and he's like, you yeah, have to go to a dark spot to act as him. He's just a terrific actor. So it'd be weird to see him a poke. I'm like, oh, Mike, are you going to kill me or my wife or whatever? No. Are you? are we going to the same girl? Because you can just have her. <laughs> uh, no, he's, he's, he's probably a really nice guy in real life. I have not met him, folks. So I can't assume he is. Um, but, uh, one of the things is, uh, though, um, men who stalk women don't act like him. He's a very handsome man. Women, uh, he does not actually need to stalk women. Which, that's just him. It kind of get into it like his mommy issues in season three. Uh, but, uh, regardless though, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he has some problems and he's too handsome to be like that. And uh guys who are that handsome don't usually have that problem. So uh but uh so don't stalk women with their knowledge because they will they will hey there's Frank in the background. Uh, Frank is just exploring because he's a pug. Um da He's just exploring on the chair because he's a pug with that big old ugly face and it's licking at your face. I'm just running face with face, so. Okay, though. Um, Yeah, no, don't stalk women. That's bad, okay? Stalking women is bad, okay? Uh, don't do it. It's bad, okay? Don't stalk women. Well, actually, he's just sniffing around, so. All right, Okay. Time for a little segment I like to call, uh, Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, uh, new to Frank walking around in the shot, uh, Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel is going over uh, a BuzzFeed article, typically like a list-type article, and, uh, we just react to it, we're, because we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for content, and that's what I'm doing with this BuzzFeed article today. So, uh, let's get into this, um, Let's let me deal with Frank. Frank, come here. Let's see what he does. Hope he wants up. He wants up. Come here, Frank. Come here, come here, buddy. Oh, I need to see if he just gets up here. Come on, buddy, you got this. Buddy, get up here. What do you want? One up here? One up here, Frank? Am I making good content podcast content with you? all right so let me make sure he's not on my headphones Jesus Frank okay all right so um, uh, this article Jesus now we're finally getting into it always sleep with the door closed and 16 other tips that could save your life Um, Frank I think you messed up my hair Ah, you licked my face. I saw you looking poop earlier today. You're down. That was Frank, having fun with Frank. Uh, fun little segment. Um, let's fix my hair. There we go. Um, now Frank is just going to act like a, annoying. I took him for a walk today, and he now he's acting like this. Frank, go to sleep. Just, just sleep some more. Okay, so... Um, this is uh, from Busby. always sleep with the door open <laughs> congratulations you played yourself okay always sleep with the door closed and 16 other tips that could save your life so I'm here to save your life today folks uh, I'm here to save the day white save your complex <laughs> anyways so let's go into number one uh, no we originally came across oh they they just still content from Reddit so okay. If your car's accelerator pedal gets stuck on something else, something else is causing unintended acceleration, put it in neutral. Okay. Um, You know, it sounds obvious, but it's hard to remember when it happens and it won't be instinct. Turning the key off works, but could cause the steering to lock or loss of brakes. Okay. Um, That is something like I never thought of but, because uh, I've never been in the situation, but it could be useful. So, uh, yeah, let's see. very, very impressive. I will remember that in the future. That is something I could use. I didn't know that, so I didn't know that one. That's one. Um, two, whether you're being attacked or taken, always remember to scrap the bejesus out of the person. This way you'll have their DNA under your nails. Went dark immediately. Number two, just went extremely dark. Like, number one is an unfortunate circumstance. Number two is, uh, just very dark. Um, I will remember that. Honestly, I'm not going to struggle very hard, to be honest. Um, so that's something. Um, number three, sleep with the door closed. If a fire happens while you're sleeping, having the door closed can leave your room almost completely untouched. It is a good thing to remember. And also, who are the psychopaths that sleep with their door open? Now, I kind of get children. I cannot sleep with the door open. It was like, I don't know why. It was just like really hot in my apartment, or I guess just in my room in my home. And so, like, I left the door open. No one was home, so I left the door open and I just to let some, like, colder air in just so I wasn't, like, hot as hell, and then I I think I went back to sleep, and I I couldn't sleep, I'm like this is weird, I can't sleep with the door open like this, I don't like it I really, really, really don't like it and I don't know how some people can, and how some people live like that, cause it's fucking weird and uh, don't do that shit, ever number four a wagging tail does not always mean that, that the dog is friendly, now Um, I believe that's, I believe that's true. Um, typically you kind of have to try and go in for a pet very gently and see if the dog, like, uh, this dog right here that's wandering around, uh, the room while I'm trying to record, he, uh, likes everybody. He, he will only get mad at you if you try clipping his nails. Like I have tried to do and like he's trying to get in my lap right now, but he had his chance and he lost it. Uh. And listen to him. Um, So this dog is friendly. This dog is also an asshole. Look at him right now. He's just like, you won't let me sit on your lap and disrupt you from getting work done. Can you make like a pig noise or something, Frank? And I don't think Frank is a cute dog. He's just small and giving the illusion that he's cute. That is who Frank is. Um, Anyways, uh, this dog is friendly. Now, this dog, is he going to go lay down again on the floor next to my feet? Out of all the comfy spots in my room? Quit scratching the floor, Frank. All right, anyways. Um, anyways, yeah, that's probably a good tip. Um, but most dogs will let you know they're friendly. Um, number five, in the event you need to break a car door window, don't try to smash the window in the dead center car door. Frank, stop it. Ugh, God damn it! In the event of you need to break a car door, don't try to smash the window in the dead center. Car door windows should be tempered glass, which is much more brittle along their edges, so strike there instead. actually very smart. Um, yeah, it actually makes a lot more sense, but uh Hmm, yeah, i never thought of that, but uh I'm gonna make a guess that if you're having to smash a car window, you're gonna hit it multiple times. You're gonna hit it more than once uh, that's a fact, um, so remember that, remember that, and remember me, uh, when I'm gone, what's this button do, Be gone, th- that's a good, that's a good life lesson, um, number six, flammable and inflammable mean the same thing, that's one of the situations I'm like, they're probably, yeah, they probably mean the same thing, I'm just gonna, uh, not try it, it sounds like a lot of work to just me not try, um, anyways, where did that tall go? Probably under the bed again. Um, seven, if you're lost in the woods, stay where you are. The chances of finding the way out on your own are pretty slim, and you're just creating a larger search area. That is very smart. Um, also, just don't go in the woods. Don't, hiking is overrated. I've seen, I've been outside enough, I've seen enough things outside, which if I'm just trying to see outdoors then, uh, I've seen it and I don't need to see it again. And people are like, but you can take a good picture. I'm like, I'm decent at Photoshop. If I want to Photoshop myself into a photo, I can. So, uh, I'm not too worried about that. I'm just pulling on this pug's leg because he keeps going into my ramen and I don't like that. Um, so yeah, remember just don't go in the woods at all. Just plan to never go in the woods. Um, I've, I've seen it all and I guarantee you have too. Number eight, most drunk driving deaths occur on Saturday night between midnight to 3 a.m. Avoid the road during these times if you can help it. That is very smart. It's true. Um, But also, don't be so scared of driving that, like, don't live in fear. But if you see someone, like, kind of drinking and driving, try to avoid them. Like, try to go away as quickly as possible. I am getting rid of this pug. Out of my room. Because if he you just want him to sleep, but he doesn't. Number nine, if you're near the ocean and water suddenly disappears, slash recedes unexpectedly, get out of there and get to high ground because it's likely a tsunami. That was very smart. I also don't live near the ocean, so not something I need to remember. But uh, possibly could happen. But also, yeah, beach people, if you just see it recede. I was like, oh that's strange. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um Number ten, former 911 operator here. Don't feel bad about calling 911 unless it's very stupid, like McDonald's screwed up your order, or you got a bad haircut. Uh, that's my comment. If it's not an emergency, they'll tell you to call a non-emergency. An emergency is not just a violent crime; it's a crime or potential crime in progress, or an issue affecting safety. So, makes sense on what it is. Now he's sitting down, being a good boy. Uh, so remember, remember that forever. Uh, number 11, chemical burns are not like fire or heat burns. Many will not immediately trigger a reflex action of pain. Okay, I heard. I hope to never be in a situation where I have a chemical burn. Um, may, I mean, I'm sometimes in positions of heat burns because I cook food. That's just, uh...
1: This is the type of guy you get.
0: So, uh, yeah, I can't always, uh, do that kind of... Touch your, ooh, I'm not reading that. Uh number 12. If you're scuba diving and you're going to vomit, do it right into the regulator. Don't take the regulator out of your mouth because after you vomit, the natural instinct is to inhale. The puke will blow out of the exhaust valve with your bubbles. Oh. But this is gonna suck because won't it taste like vomit, though? But uh Anyway, if you're, if you feel the need, if your stomach's feeling well, if you have food poisoning, your stomach's feeling that way, I'm going to make a general suggestion. Just don't go scuba diving, okay? It's probably not worth it. Okay, number 13, purple flags at the beach mean dangerous sea life in the area. Most people understand the other flags, but purple can be confusing. This is something I think you should put up a sign showing the meaning of the colors that would be a good idea because as a landlocked person I am never going to I'm never going to remember this uh, I'm not going to even remember this after I finish this episode of uh, all this information Number 14, if you get trapped on thin ice, lie down on your stomach and crawl slash wiggle your way back to shore from the direction you came from. Chances are if your ice held you when you were standing up, it will continue to hold you with your weight dispersed over more surface area. That is actually very smart. That is what a smart person would do. Uh, That's what a smart person would do. I would not think to do that. I would be like, slide to the left. Woo. I'd be like, I'm going to i go on my stomach. Woo. That's how I get off of it. I'm an idiot. And we all know this number 15, check your nuts once a week and don't be afraid to go to the doctor if you notice something. Um, yeah, that's actually very true. And I actually tell everyone, all men out there that you need to manually jerk off at least once a week or maybe I'd say maybe once a month or best once every two weeks real men do it like once a day. They, they know once a day. But no, you got to manually do it every once in a while, even if you're having regu- regular sex. Uh, because, uh, yeah, that'll really tell you what's going on, what is and isn't going on. So, fellas, you got to manually do it every once in a while. Uh, that's the way it is. All right. Number 16, if you're on or close to train rails, trains move faster than they appear to. I have an idea stay just if you see a train get out of the fucking way that's um that's what i'm gonna say if you see a train just get out of the fucking way that's just stop being an r-word which republican is the new r-word and the last one finally you can give yourself the heimlich maneuver now i gotta read more info on this To piggyback off of this, if you are coughing, you are getting air in your lungs. Never attempt a Heimlich maneuver on someone who is coughing. It can lodge the food further in their throat and actually block it. If someone is actually choking, then they won't be able to cough. that situation, perform the Heimlich maneuver until they start coughing. It says you can give yourself the Heimlich maneuver? Okay, this is misleading. Um, Anyways, that is a good tip. If they're coughing, that means air is getting in. So, don't do the Heimlich. But if they're actually choking, they won't be able to cough. <coughs> oh, Frank just worked. Anyways, though, um, I hope these life lessons have helped you out. They've certainly helped me out. Most of them, not at all. Because I'm, I'm going to try to not go outside as much as possible. Maybe walk uh, the little demon that lives in my home. And not much else. So, yeah. We live in a society. In our current society, actually having to physically walk into a liquor store should be a thing of the past. That's why I get all my booze from Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do basically anything the hell I want. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal a- drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may also have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using the link in our description today, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cooking your own meals are for people with proper amounts of serotonin, which is no one. Are you depressed and hungry? Well, you're still going to be depressed, but you no longer have to be hungry thanks to today's sponsor, DoorDash. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. Even while I'm dieting, I still get food from Wingstop, Chipotle, and even Central Barbecue here in Nashville. I like that. Uh, With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in our description. Treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from DoorDash today. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, so have you ever had a problem before? I haven't, so that's why I'm going to solve all yours. Um, Yeah, let's just get right into it. Does getting a boner make a sound?
1: Be gone,
0: I like how I put the wrong button. Duh! (laughs) I'm asking this stupid question because I'm deaf and people have teased me that I can't hear boners. Uh, But I don't know if they are just fucking with me or if a boner actually makes a sound. Is it a subtle sound? That's rough, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Some people are just, oh, my God. Um, Boners don't make sounds. At least mine doesn't. I hope yours doesn't. But, uh, yeah, your friends are just messing with you. Uh, but sometimes the best thing to do when a friend's messing with you is to do that shit back and, uh, be like, I think you're, do you have a boner right now? I thought I heard it or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how the best thing to do, um, with this situation, but I'm going to tell you, um, it is kind of funny, but also kind of (laughs) shitty. (laughs) <laughs> to do, but uh I didn't do it, so I have nothing to worry about, cause that's the way it is when you want it the most Little easy way out yeah, but uh, just in, in case any woman wants to know, who is not initiated boners don't make sounds and thank god they don't, cause that would just be awkward, and just thinking about um, for the women out there, uh, when you're kind of like men in, men in high school and stuff like that, you can just randomly get boners and sometimes they're during class. I got one, uh, on a drive to like a worship leader retreat back, back in the Christian days. And it's not like you're turned on you just get them. It's just, uh, I think there's like a science behind it. It's like, this is the age you need to start reproducing or whatever. And this is going to be your best time for reproduction. Um, uh, but uh, thank God, because imagine just sitting in like math class and already you're worried about having to go to the you already you get a boner and you're already worried about like, uh, don't call me to go to the front and uh, answer this. And then uh, it's like, can you answer this? OK, and walk up, ding, you know, because I imagine if a boner made a sound to be a dinging noise. Um, but it, yeah, anyways, I probably shouldn't keep talking about this. Let's move on to better things in life. Question number two I got. Am I gay? That's rough, buddy.
1: Um, This is the type of guy you get.
0: Okay, let's just see. Let me determine if you're gay. Uh, I have been in a relationship with my current girlfriend since we were both 16. She was the first person I ever had sex with. However, when I was 12 to 13, me and a male friend, 12 to 13, also masturbated off next to each other. To me, this was an, this was us experimenting. However, I jerk off more to gay porn, twings in particular, than I do off straight porn. I have also chatted to young adults online as well. The thought of... The thought off you put off instead of having sex with a male does not interest me, but eight hand jobs, blow jobs does me and my girlfriend don't really have sex that often. So is this contributing to my fantasies? This is, this is uh, very interesting. Um, cause you don't want to have sex with a guy. However, you, you do jerk off to gay porn. So, um, it's interesting. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a conundrum, but you say you don't want to. Um, to me, I'm making a logical guess. You might be bisexual. Like, you could be attracted to men, um, but it doesn't mean you necessarily have to have sex with men. I think I made an argument a long time ago about, I think it was Pride Month. Oh, maybe it was back in June that, like, people are always trying to, uh, make pride about them, and then I just thought of, like, how many people out there are pretending to be bisexual or pansexual out there, uh, just to be like, uh, I'm part of this community too, but then they just never date, you know, someone of the same sex, like, I, you know, there has to be a lot more cases out there than they're actually true, but, uh, probably not gonna, I'm not gonna call people out on that shit, um, one, because it could backfire into, I really honestly just don't care, um, here's one thing I'd worry about, I would not worry about anything, about your sexuality, you like who you like, and, uh, and I, and I'm at a weird point where I don't think you should be putting labels on that shit, um, just be like, you're, you're with a woman right now, you have sex sometimes, and so you generally just doing that. But if some, if you break up or something like that, and then you're like, you know what, I want to be in a relationship, and or hook up with this guy, doesn't matter. Um, to be honest, and I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna be thinking out loud for a second. Um, I really don't think your, I, your sexuality matters that much in the grand scheme of things. Like I don't know, it's weird. Like when people make their whole personality behind it, and so I'm like. You know, honestly, um, who you want to fuck is is honestly between you and the person that you're trying to have sex with. Honestly, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. So uh, jerk off to what you want. Fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Um, Are you gay? No. Bisexual? Maybe. Uh, Coincidence? I don't think so. Mystery? Maybe. Hotel Trivago. Number three, I hate having sex with my girlfriend, even though I am attracted to her. Man, these are, these are really spicy today. I don't know why all these questions are so spicy. Uh, but then again, things happen for a reason. And sometimes those reasons are you suck. Um, we have been dating for two years and we have started to have sex recently i love my girlfriend i am attracted to her but i don't know what the problem is feel good having sex but her but with her but it feels terrible afterwards Uh, I feel like the only reason we have sex is because I want to make her happy and she likes having sex. We have tried different things and most of them make me feel like shit and the only thing that makes me feel great afterwards is giving her oral. It makes me feel great. I can't really describe the feeling really but it feels like I am on a drug of some kind and I don't think it is about making her happy. The act makes me feel really happy and it lifts my mood up for the whole damn day. Don't know. I haven't talked to my girl about this because I feel this is a me problem and she has been perfect. I feel really terrible when I have sex. While having sex, the pleasure kind of overwhelms it, but after we finish, it's downright awful. It feels horrible. I don't know why I feel this way at all. There's a couple uh, different things we could be talking about in this situation. Um, One question, uh, this may be a little too uh, deep and I'm going to ruin the moment. Gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. Uh, this is a little bit of a deep question, but, uh, were you molested as a child? Um, I mean, I'm obviously you're not here right now to answer that, but, um, it's a good, it can be a contributing factor to the situation. Another thought, I mean, cause sometimes after that, you know, it feels weird. Could, that could be a situation. Um, are you a former Christian? because then you have Christian guilt, and like, oh, premarital sex. Um, you've been dating for two years, and you just started having sex? Uh, you're, you said you're both 18 in this. Okay, I mean, that could be a contributing factor. Ah, uh, but, uh, but you feel good getting her off. Huh, so it's a little, it's, this is kind of interesting. So you feel good when you get her off, but when you get off... You feel terrible. there's a guilt coming over you, so this is a very therapist type of question um maybe that a therapist should probably be a better person to answer, so if you can get therapy that might be that might be a good thing but uh yeah I'd, I don't want to blame her. this is a you problem. you got that part right? You are dealing with your own problems like a real human instead of uh blaming others for your problems. I know a lot of people do that. And they blame me. Um, but I am not your problem. You're the problem. Like, people, you know, you have a drinking problem. It's like, I don't have a drinking problem. You have a problem with my drinking. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so there's a couple... uh, So, so those are the wise things I would tell you. There could be a problem. See a therapist. That's probably the best thing you can do. Because there is something triggering you. And we're like, why am I not allowed to like this? Um, but there's also... Um, here's what I would do. So, it could just be in your head. Uh, if you can't determine why you feel awful, uh, maybe develop a voice inside your head that tells that voice to shut the fuck up, that's telling you to feel awful. Um, you know, that could be it. Or you could possibly feel bad that it's over and done with. I don't know. This is, this is like a very interesting question, because I could think of like so many possibilities that could, uh be the answer to this problem, but yet again, um, I can't answer it without talking to you. So uh yeah you know, it's gonna be a real that's gonna be a real a real downer. And uh sometimes uppers are what you need instead of downers. Uh
1: this is the type of guy you get.
0: So um yeah so I'm gonna say there could be sexual trauma in your past Um, could be former Christian trauma, uh, sounds like to me if this was gonna be my situation, that would be the problem. Um, you, but you feel good giving her oral, so there could be something like you feel good when you're gratifying someone else, but when you yourself getting gratified, you feel guilty, um, so that's gonna be what the issue is I see with you and, uh, how I would tell you to fix your problems, because... Uh, maybe that would push you in the right direction. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you do you, boo, and uh, do what you need to do. Okay. Okay. Here's our fourth question. X broke up with me today, right before our trip. Should I go on? Go for it alone. Context: We've been fighting for a while now. She's pretty decisive about the breakup. We were supposed to go on go for a trip together today after. Uh, we were both looking forward to the quality time together, hoping it would reignite the lost spark. Should I go for the trip alone or should I stay home with my loved ones? I'm really broken. I don't know which option will make me feel better. What you doing? Um, buddy, you're going on that trip. If it's alone or not, you're going on that trip. Cause most of all, you probably already spent some money on that trip. And you're not gonna waste your money. Uh-oh. You're not gonna waste your money. Uh-oh. You're not gonna waste your money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so. That's the thing, though. First of all, you gotta be like, uh, fuck that bitch. Be
1: gone, fuck.
0: And, uh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a big, uh, thing I would tell you. Just, uh, be like. Be
1: gone, fuck.
0: And, uh. Moving on from there, um, if you have another side chick, not that you were cheating on her, but if you have someone who would be interested, take them too. So that'd be a good thing. If it's uh, another chick, that would be awesome because then you can have fun with someone up. You know, Pam, uh, Tan all over, Jan all over, you know what they say down 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 yeah no I would I would suggest yeah 100 percent go on that trip going on that trip is 100% what you need to do without her because you need because you're probably broken up so you need to get your mind off her for sure uh, if you're gonna bring someone with you that'd be a good idea if you got got a side chick that you could take with you hundred percent, that'd be the perfect thing you need to do in this situation. Take someone else, uh, someone who would appreciate this trip and not be a total fucking bitch. I identify as a fucking threat. So you better, yeah, that's something you better do. You better, uh, do that. if you wanna go solo, that's also cool, but you're gonna have to try and hook up on this vacation. Okay? Um, but that's the thing, though. I don't know where on vacation spots you can go to hook up. Hey, I went on vacation alone. Did you also go on vacation alone? Let's hook up. Like, single cruises, I guess you could do that. Um, but do cruises still exist? I think they do. Um, but I also don't want to go on a cruise. That sounds fucking awful. But, uh, in the meantime, though, you don't necessarily need to. Need, you don't need anyone. You have me. Uh, I'll go with you if you want, but, uh, no, we, I gotta do the podcast. Um, but yeah, no, you gotta go. Gotta get your mind off her. Hook up with someone else. Get rebound. Just do that. That's gonna be your uh number one priority on this trip. Gotta find rebounds. Because rebounds are gonna be what you need to succeed. Can't spell succeed without suck. You need the suck. Get someone else to suck you off. That's gonna be what you need. Gotta get your mind off her, you know?
1: Be gone, suck!
0: And uh do. Do the do, you know, get some Mountain Dew while you're on the trip. You know, you could probably have alcohol. This could be all expenses paid vacation. And in that case, they should have Mountain Dew on the trip. If they don't, I don't know. I like that soda. I like Mountain Dew. And I like Coca Cola from like McDonald's or Coke Zero. Coke Zero is pretty good. But uh, regardless of the situation, uh, Use this time to just fucking enjoy yourself and enjoy other women and uh, be the man you need to be. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. For all the haters out there who tell me I'm wrong on the internet. So fuck you. And uh, yeah. Are furries real? Basically the title. I don't know any furries, have never seen any in real life and the whole thing seems so cringe that it can't be real. Am I tol- too old for this? 30 plus or is it some joke I don't get? You have lived such a blessed life to have never had to fully interact with someone who claims to be a furry. Now I uh I know some furries. I know some furries that are delightful people. So I'm not shitting on those people. So if I know you and you're seeing this, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everyone else but you. Um yeah, they're real. Um some of them keep it to themselves. It's a it's a big thing online. So uh you may see that shit on Facebook and stuff, but a lot of times it's private groups, so you know to see it. if you need to avoid furry stuff, like you can avoid furry stuff like and it sounds like you've avoided furry stuff too um yeah, so if you don't I'm assuming you kind of know the concept of a furry it's people like an anthropomorphic I said that word hundred percent wrong anthropomorphic animals uh that uh people find sexual like uh lola bunny um and that's why uh people were mad at the new space jam for desexualizing Lola Bunny. People were very upset about the desexualization of Lola um, because she's no longer curvy. She looks like an actual cartoon rabbit, which had no basis in reality to begin with. So nevertheless, he persisted. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, they, the only time you would ever in any situation run into them or have to deal with a furry in real life is at their conventions, which, um, so I was going to say spoiler alert, spoiler alert, you don't have to go to those. Um, I haven't. And there's people, I'm going to go ironically. I'm like, you don't want, you don't need to do that. Trust me. You don't need to go to a furry convention Unironically, um, but if you would like more information on furries, my friends, check out Professor Lando. Uh, he is fucking hilarious. I'm in love with his videos. He streams over on Twitch. Y'all need to go check out Professor Lando immediately. He is the, one of the best and funniest people I've seen on the internet in a long, long time. And uh, he taught me what uh, submissive and breedable is. Then he brought in the bussy, which is the boy pussy. Then he brought in debussy or Debussy, or Debussy, um, the, uh, French, I believe that's the right country, uh, composer, and, uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's a great way of connecting them, like, you know, I, I'm definitely in love with his videos on, um, po- Pokemon or sexual, he even, there's been one video, uh, I remember watching, that he'll give you a, uh, line you can cross on, like, is it just, are you just sexually attracted to an animal or is like this thing hot? Sounds weird while I describe it, but everyone go check out Professor Lando. He is great. So, yes. Um, next question. Uh, we only have uh, two more left in our day, in our day. All right. I just found a package of Magnum condoms in my spouse's nightstand. I had opened up the nightstand for some chapstick, and they were just sitting right there. I do not have a magnum dong for a magnum condom. We have been together 9 years, married 5, the expiration date on them is for 2025, which means they were manufactured in 2020. We've been in a fairly intimacy-free relationship for the last three years. Any advice I make on her is very quickly shut down. During a recent conversation she had told me that she no longer wants sex, and I just doesn't feel the need for it anymore. I am so lost. How do I approach this? (sighs) Congratulations. You played yourself. Buddy, she's cheating on you. And from the looks of it, someone who is very well hung but uh, here's a little thing I've heard. Magnums actually fit all dick sizes, but they're, they're just able to, like, be, you guess, fit the bigger ones, too. Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, it's one thing to, like, check condoms in your sexless marriage, but them to read the extra large ones. That's why she doesn't fucking need, that's what, I don't feel the need for sex anymore. Dot, dot, dot. The silent words, which are always important in relationships with you. Because some dude is railing her, and one day you're going to get a call be like, my cervix is broken. And be like, how is your cervix broken? I tripped. (laughs) Uh, She definitely did not trip. She got brutally, she got jackhammered. And that jackhammer broke her cervix. And uh, whoever is using this condom. And I got to say, though. It's one thing to cheat on your partners, which is a shitty thing to do, especially in this situation. Sounds like she just really is just doesn't want to end the marriage. And uh, I don't feel the need for sex anymore. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's a shitty. You're a shitty person. I just don't feel the need for sex anymore. I'm like, there's always a need for sex, folks. That question will never change. There will always be need for sex. And I really like that. Um, I do not have a Magnum dong for a Magnum condom. Um, so yeah, she's definitely cheating on you. Um She's if you try to any advance oh if on any advance on her, but if you bring this up, she'll definitely have some answers. You know how you said that uh we you you don't feel the need for sex anymore? Uh apparently you do, because some dude with a fucking third leg. <laughs> has decided that he needs to rail you. And now, there's one thing to cheat, like I said. It's one thing to be cheating on your spouse. It's one thing to be cheating in a man's own bed, like a Novilla mattress. If I get cheated on on my Novilla mattress, which you can get 10% off using promo code SHWEZI, it's, you know, it's a... It is a very shitty thing that you're doing. Cheating on someone in their own bed He's laying on his side of the bed. How shitty is that? Hope you're washing the sheets, too, because that's, that's, just, that's just disrespect right there to be cheating on someone with your Novilla mattress, 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY, FYI. Um, don't cheat, folks. Just gr- grow some balls and I know people would like, that's sexist. Women have balls, too. They're on the inside. Because pee is stored in the balls. That's why it's called the penis, okay? That's science for you. Anyways, though. Oh, man. See, you're in the rough situation, like, because you found out you're getting cheated on, but you also found out this dude is hung. Like This dude has a third arm. Uh, he's, if he's black, I'm not saying he's black. I'm just saying if he was black or slash is black, I know exactly what he looks like. I have a picture of him saved on my phone that I send to people when they're chummy with me and uh that that is also comedy so uh anyways, let's go on to our final last question of the evening because um, I've been talking about magnum dongs too long. My in-laws made fun of my appearance. My boyfriend's ma made the most inappropriate comment about my appearance. My boyfriend is Jewish and I am Asian. His mom was concerned that our child one day would look Asian. She said my child would be so lucky if she looked like her daughter. Uh, her daughter is 28, beautiful, got her nose done twice... <laughs> Never went to college, never worked, and constantly looking for a rich husband. I responded by saying there is so much more a person can offer than beauty. It would be so wrong for me to reinforce the idea in my child that the only thing she can offer is beauty. My boyfriend's mom went silent and left. I haven't called her. I don't know if I need to. Wait. Uh, hold on. Did my boyfriend's mom but are you, she looked like her daughter, oh, the daughter's a different person, that's confusing, Uh, my boyfriend's mom went silent and left, I haven't called her, I don't know if I need to, just a little background uh, about myself, I'm 29, Asian, university graduate, currently hold a senior role in a financial tech company, I consider myself not bad looking and fit, Anyways, should I call her and apologize? No, you don't need to. Um, she said a shitty thing. Um, you said a thing back. Just brush it off and move on. Just uh, pretend like it never happened and just move on. That's going to be the best thing. Um, uh, his My boyfriend is Jewish, and so he has a Jewish mom. And Jewish moms will talk a lot. Uh, and uh, Jewish moms are very weird. And uh, probably wouldn't take it too personally. Um, look like her daughter, but it's a guy. Um, so I'm assuming, yeah, you're talking about, uh, yeah, whatever. I think I think you're a woman. I'm assuming you're a woman in this situation. Anyways, though, um, yeah, I don't think anything like that should matter to you or anyone else. Um, and you can also remember, a hundred percent, that Asian babies make the Asian babies make the cutest Asian baby. No Asian babies are the cutest form of babies. Um, honestly, that'd be the perfect thing to have, get an Asian woman. God damn these Japanese girls do it to me every time. That would be, I mean, obviously if I liked her, I'd like her, but anyways, but the babies, like I'm not looking to have a child right now, but I would highly consider it a lot more if I had a Asian ride or die, because then we could have Asian babies, the cutest babies that ever existed. Um, Asian babies are so cute, folks. Um, If you don't believe me, Google Asian babies, because they are the cutest form of babies that ever existed. And they are, I don't get to make the rules. White babies can be cute, too. But Asian babies are cute, are the cutest. And uh, that's just a fact of life we all have to accept, that Asians make the cutest babies and now you haven't half Asian half Jewish hopefully it looks I would say she's wrong in that Asians are the cutest babies and you want an Asian baby in your family I'm telling you folks I'm telling you that's why you want an Asian baby and that's how we're ending today's episode thank you all so much for checking out this episode of cancel Sweezy, the podcast of all podcasts uh if Jesus was on earth, he would be a guest. But thank you so much for checking out the show today. I appreciate I appreciate you. And I appreciate all of you checking out. Made it to the end of the episode, too, which is uh, very surprising. So thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cancer Schweezy. Questions, comments, or concerns, the best way to reach us right now is to direct message me on any social media site. That is under at the Sweezy. Uh, everywhere and anywhere that you can find me. He's gonna find you, he's gonna find you. You can run until that, run till that. Homeboy, homeboy, home, home, homeboy. So yeah, go check me on all social media websites. You can also check out my music under Sweezy, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon, YouTube, anywhere you stream your music. I'll be there. Um, Remember to also check me out on Twitch. Every Thursday I do stream Fortnite, and I'm probably going to look into some other games to stream as well. Uh, great fun. If you have an Amazon Prime account, like I said, you can always connect the two uh, and uh, give me a free subscribe. So a $5 deal that you get for free with your Amazon Prime account. It takes away $5 from Jeffrey Bezos. So do that. Uh, best thing you can do um, is check out our Patreon. Financially support the show. And a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road back again. Heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. So thank you so much for that. Uh, But free shit you can do if you're on YouTube. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel. We want to get those subscribes way, way, way up. Um, We post our highlights, so if you have a friend wanting to get into the show, share those. Great way to get someone else into the show. Tell them how great this show is, how it's the greatest podcast that has ever existed, and that's what they need to watch and listen to. Free shit you can also do, like, yeah, yeah, those are free shit on for the video side, uh, for the audio side, obviously leave a five-star review, uh, and especially write as five stars at minimum, you know, it's not much for you, it means the whole world to me, actually any of this, even the free shit, uh, subscribing, sharing, everything on, uh, YouTube, and that's a great way to say thank you for being a friend, um, also, you know, subscribe, subscribe to me and follow me everywhere, that's, that's just the main lesson of today, and, uh, with that being said, let's, uh, let's end this episode right. Honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for uh, finishing the full episode. You made it this far, and I am super proud of you. Uh, If you want to support the show even further, we do have a Patreon page where you can financially support the show, keep us going financially, and uh, being one of the top-ranking smoke lords that I know that you can be. And uh, thank you so much. Make sure you like and subscribe this video if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening to the audio. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said before, stay awesome.